0: Hello, and welcome back to episode 7 of You Should Know Where You Are, otherwise known as Beholding Out for a Hero. Join us as we continue to forget that we are an audio-only podcast and that you guys can't see our Discord chat. Welcome back, everybody. I am Nico, the DM for this campaign. Now time for the session question.
1: Should we introduce the campaign? (laughs)
0: No 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 that that that's that gets edited in with the with the intros. Okay, yeah sure.
2: Well, you, no, usually you say, "Hi, this is holding up for a hero podcast."
0: I'm Nico, the DM. <laughs> no, just, okay. I my <laughs> mistake. I thought I was going to switch things up a little because like I've noticed in the past episodes like there's the intro that's like, "Oh, this is holding up for you blah blah blah." And then like and then the like I also say, "Welcome back to should i or should i not
1: okay no we don't it's fine we don't have to it's okay
3: welcome to night fair vale.
4: <laughs> welcome to the adventure zone everybody i'm clint mcelroy
0: <laughs> welcome i hope you know where you are we're starting <laughs> you're not
3: here by accident just trust us <laughs> hey it's thursday and this is critical Role. <laughs> i'm your host matthew mercer <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey gang it's me Brendan lee mulligan let me tell you a little bit about socialism we're
0: all just having an identity crisis <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh the session question for today will be what is a weird travel story uh that you have and i guess i'll go first my weird travel story is that i in being cheap had made a mistake that had caused me to sneak a knife past, um...
3: Oh, I remember this story.
0: (laughs) U.S.-Canadian borders, not once, but twice. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because I had uh, booked Greyhound buses from Canada to the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, except... Because I hadn't looked too closely at the route, for some godforsaken reason, we would be crossing into New York for like a hot second, only to cross back into Canada on the same bus. (laughs) So when we were going past customs, we were like, I was traveling with my sister at the moment, and um, they were giving us weird looks because we were explaining like, oh yeah, we came from Montreal, uh, and we're going to the Canadian side of the Niagara Falls. And they're like, so why are you coming to the US? And we're like, we're leaving. (laughs) We're just (laughs) passing through because our bus took a weird route. Uh, I'm not shady. I swear I say with a knife in my bag because we had packed lunches uh, on the way there. And I like to cut my apples. But I hadn't thought (laughs) to not bring a knife. So when I was boarding the Greyhound bus, the guy was like, Okay, I'll let you have this knife. This just this once, and I like. It. And then it didn't occur to me until we were at the border check-in that I would uh I would need to get it past customs. But then I eventually uh left it on the bus and uh decided to pretend that it wasn't mine if if somebody found it. Yeah, that's a uh, solid. That's that's my my knife story. Sneaking knives into places that I shouldn't have knives.
2: Canada, you shouldn't have knives in Canada.
0: It's a recurring theme in my life. <laughs> Let's see. Let's roll a d4, see who goes next. Reyna. If
1: it lands on John again? Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reyna, my dice love you today. They're over John now. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> it's like, no more John, just Reyna.
4: The flame has petered out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> my name's Reyna. I play Jem. You know her. You know where you are. (laughs) And my weird travel story is that during my eighth grade trip to Washington, D.C., I bought a candle for my mother uh, from the Amish market. And when I was coming home, I forgot to put it in my, like, luggage. It was still in my carry-on because we had gone to the Amish market, like, the day before our flight home or something. Or, like, day of. Something ridiculous like that. And so I'd forgotten to transfer it over. And then security pulled me, a 13-year-old, off to the side because my candle made me look like a terrorist. <laughs> and then they confiscated my candle.
0: <laughs> oh no. no. Why did they
3: take the candle? Because they were like, this is a dangerous object. I'm like, it's <laughs> a candle! And they're like, we don't care.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess if you threw it at someone's face.
3: Yeah, but it was just like, I don't know. So I came home and I was like, Well, there was a candle to go on top of this lovely uh this lovely like crocheted heart that I got you. Unfortunately TSA decided they hate me.
4: <laughs> Rip a candle.
3: Sorry to the Amish. <laughs> because I know they're listening. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, if you're Amish. Like like our podcast.
3: It's the rebellious thing to do.
2: <laughs> Give us five stars. Please.
4: I was gonna say like, comment, and subscribe, but that's not the platform.
1: <laughs> we are on YouTube. Yeah, we are on YouTube.
4: Oh, if you're uh, if you're Amish, like, comment, and subscribe.
3: <laughs> Behold the Amish.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. Um, next. I can go next. Uh, I say Elaine, but yeah, you can go next.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I will steal your spotlight, Elaine. Make it happen
0: thank you thank you for being so
1: accommodating i'm elaine i play kitty with an ie you also know who she is <laughs> you, yeah i'm sure by now the cannibalism has made me stand out quite a bit my weird travel story is i think i was almost kidnapped in china a couple of years ago and my dad didn't realize it until my mom and i like sat down and talked about it a couple of days ago oh nice Yeah, well, (laughs) even though he was right there when it was happening. (laughs) All right, but like, go on.
0: Yeah, that can't be the end of the story.
1: I mean, so what happened was like we had gone to see some fancy pants person's old mansion, basically, um, in China. And when when we were exiting, only my dad and I went. Uh, My mom was like talking to her friend outside of the place because they didn't want to tour the area um and when I was leaving my dad was kind of in front of me so it didn't look like we were really together this lady came up to me and started asking me stuff and while I was trying to translate what she was saying in my head my dad came over and was like nah 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 we're not gonna do it whatever and then we left and then he told me that she was asking me to go with her to find her sister Yikes! So I think I was almost kidnapped. Yeah. Oh man. And then my dad was like, "No, she just wanted you to find her sister." And we were like, "No, no, that's <laughs> a
3: they don't they don't do that." Yeah, that's a that's a red flag, sir. Yeah. Yikes!
0: righty, dice ne- uh, say John is next.
3: Woo! Redemption.
0: I
4: love being the second to last choice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Better than the last. Sorry,
2: Ashley. I'm okay with being last.
4: I'm a, a, a well-traveled boy, so I have a lot of good ones. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and t- say one of my favorite travel stories that just got brought up recently because of my mom's like Facebook memories was in San Francisco. Woo! My mom and I, or my whole family, stayed there for like a stint um, before going from San Francisco to Australia to like stay there for a while. And while we were in San Francisco, we we were on, like, the, the pier, like, on the docks, and uh, someone was offering, like, a boat ride. And we are like, oh, that sounds neat. Uh, so we signed up for that, and there were, you know, other people. It wasn't shady or anything. And we walk, uh, and, and when it happens, we're walking by all these large, beautiful yachts and ships into this dinky little ship that the side of which is barely, like, <laughs> oh, God. Thinking about it is killing me. (laughs) The side of the ship is like five inches off the water. So I get it. We get in and like, I feel as though any movement is going to capsize this (laughs) tiny little baby ship. And we take like a 20 minute ride on this thing. Uh, just like out into the bay and back around. And the whole time I'm gripping the seat with white knuckled, white <laughs> face. There was no color <laughs> in my face. I, ju- I just was focusing on not dying.
1: Weird.
2: At least he didn't die.
4: And luckily the ship did not sink, but there were like five or six other people in there. I think we're all thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> Is this boat about to be our grave? <laughs>
1: I'm glad it didn't sink.
2: So did John introduce himself?
0: You know, I don't remember. God fucking damn it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No. Just do it just in case.
4: Hi, I'm uh, Clint McElroy, and I'll be playing Ned Chicane.
1: (laughs) Is it bad that I don't know either of those people? (laughs) I know who the first one is. I don't know his character.
4: Ned Chicane slaps. He's the best character in The Adventure Zone Amnesty. Hi, I'm John, and I'll be playing Sergeant Patches.
3: You know who he is. (laughs) Behold, you know who they are.
4: (laughs) Just put that in front. (laughs) No one has to know.
1: (laughs) You
2: know we never do that. Like, we don't do that. Okay. Hi, I'm Ashley, and I play Miki. You know who she is. So, I went to England when I was in high school for a summer. It was like a six week quote unquote study abroad thing where, like, you either go to Cambridge or you go to Oxford, you meet a bunch of international people, and by international people, it's mostly Americans, anyways. And uh, you get to, like, explore Cambridge, and they bring you to London one day, and they bring you to, like, Canterbury one day, I think, to see the cathedral. And so, uh, everyone there got not like burner phones but like disposable phones because everything's on on a sim card so you just pay as you use which is super different from america and so i had this tiny phone that i was only gonna use for that one month and i was in a really old bookstore or as in a bookstore that sold really old books which were really cool and if i had the same disposable income i have now i would have bought all the books but I was in the bookstore and I got this call and it's not like there weren't really like spam warranty calls like there are now if someone calls you they meant to call you and I picked it up and someone started speaking to me in Chinese and I was like oh no I don't know how to really respond to things in Chinese Um, and she goes Huang Xianzen, and it's like Mr. Huang are you there but in Chinese my last name is Huang as well and so The first time I didn't say anything because I was panicking about my shitty Chinese, so she hung up, and I was like, okay, that's fine. And then she called again, and she's like, Huang Xiansen? And I'm like, well, I'm Huang Xiaojie, but like, my dad is in America. And she was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'll call back. And later I was like, I don't think she was looking for my dad, and that was probably the wrong response to give her. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And then I think I lost that phone on a boat in one of the rivers in Cambridge. So it probably wasn't a problem after that for me.
4: <laughs> what are the possibilities that it was the same boat I was on?
3: <laughs> probably it's exceedingly low, low.
1: Real low. It was like a punting boat. Eh, it could have sailed all the way from America, San Francisco to Cambridge.
2: <laughs> okay, the boat capacity for my boat was
0: like two. Oh, okay.
4: Oh, that's probably how many should have been in the boat I was
0: (laughs) Alrighty. With that, let's uh, go on into the session summary. Elaine, if you would. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: I don't know why I did that. So, after everybody figured out my diet, we went upstairs into one of the rooms to talk about it. And we ended up talking about gem more than me? Which was weird. I figured out what islands were, which was really cool. But we got tired of talking so we went to High Walls, and we were directed to the Hungry Tusk Garage to try to find the, 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 the trio. And, um, they weren't there but the dude told us to go to the building with the door. So we found the building with the door and the boobs with the fur. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the I don't know if she was a nurse or if she was the front desk lady. Anyways, Jim, Jim found somebody new to flirt with. So I tried to help out and we all wrote poems, which was fun. It was like a nice little group activity. And then they told us to come back tomorrow. But as we were leaving, the, the really pretty half work came in and she was who we needed to talk to. So we just talked to her a little bit. She said that the food wasn't good so they decided not to stay at the inn and yeah, we decided it was a little too late to go talk to the lady in Greywall. Greywall? Greywall. So we went back to the inn to to sleep for the night and then in the morning some lady decided she wanted to talk to us about the train and it don't know
3: how that's gonna go, oh that's right,
0: yes, that is where we currently are.
3: I don't read my notes. <laughs> I'm scared
0: <laughs> so you have all just descended the wet eagle uh from your room. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> we descended the wet eagle, Wow, that was a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> We're off to a great start, people! (laughs) Okay,
3: (laughs) Okay, but sorry, before we get any further, does everyone have their D10s ready? (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, get your dice however you're rolling. But yeah, so you uh, all had just gotten into the lobby and are met with Investigator Belinda, who had introduced herself um, at the end of last session. Uh, She stares at you all expectantly, and tells you informs you that she would like to interview you all one by one and it's up to you to decide who goes first
2: miki would like to raise her hand oh no as she slips her hand down and holds patches his hand and goes you're not going to interview my automaton are you because i only just recently i want to say resuscitated which isn't the right word reunited with him <laughs>
0: Beep beep.
3: You resuscitated your friendship.
0: <laughs> if he was not upon the train ride of which I am inquiring about, then there is no need to interview him.
3: Okay. Is this
1: about the the bartender that went missing? Yes, it is. Oh.
0: Uh... So, who would like to go first? If you have no preferences, then I suppose <laughs> let me fucking roll a die. <laughs>
2: While she's looking expectantly, Miki has scooped up patches and is holding him like on her hip in her arms
0: and just hugging him <laughs>
2: in full plate armor.
0: Yeah, uh, sure you can. He's going to get half heavy since uh, all the plate armor. Uh, but He's also five foot tall, so
1: not that much smaller than Miki. Shh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can you can absolutely do that for a few moments, uh, at least until Jem gets swept away into a, in an interview, <laughs> and it is Jem that she is staring at.
3: Oh, mm.
0: And she begins to lead you to uh, one of the side rooms. Huh.
3: Yes, she is on. She was nine out of ten.
0: <laughs> I got a ten out
2: of ten. <laughs> Seven out of ten.
0: Nine out of ten. No. Oh, she's hot to almost everyone, (laughs) universally hot.
3: Oh my gosh, this is like the Glenn Close.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So she pulls you aside into one of the uh, empty rooms, since there are many.
4: Really, really quick, if you had described her appearance using only characters from Bratz, how would you describe her?
0: (laughs) Ooh, I don't know Bratz.
4: (laughs) How about Monster High, would that help?
0: (laughs) Ooh, I don't know Monster High either. Look about.
3: Quick. <laughs> We're too old for <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> They're so hyper specific. What about Miraculous Ladybug?
0: Oh, I don't. Yeah, have. can you do Miraculous Ladybug? Apparently, I just watched nothing. <laughs> <laughs> How about
4: Avatar The Last Airbender? Yeah, Matter? let's do Avatar.
0: Avatar The Last Airbender I have watched. Um, mm, Vibe wise? She's older, right? She is older. She's 60 uh, something.
1: If you need to go to Zekora, you can. Or is she like May?
0: Uh I'll go into Legend of Korra. Um what's her what's her face? Asami? Asami. <laughs> Su? Su? Su Su Beifong? Ooh.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: Solid points. hmm Is this just an indication we like older
1: women? It's called <laughs> taste.
4: I think she's just keeping it tight.
0: <laughs> she's just
1: hot, man. <laughs> Guys don't lie.
0: <laughs> so, Jem, when you are alone in the room with her, she asks you. I'm going to ask you to summarize because, for the sake of the audience not hearing the same story like eight times, but um, she's going to ask you to give her to give her a detailed account of Jem's trip on the train from uh, starting from Rote to Sharn.
3: All right. Well. Jem basically explains in extreme waxing poetics and hyperbole that nothing happened. The seats were uncomfortable, the food was mediocre, the coffee don't even get her started. The views were nice, but that was kind of the only saving grace of the trip, and it's honestly a shame that the family who runs the train system is still even in business, because obviously they don't know what they're doing, so... Uh, Jem has now has since decided that she's going to start her own uh, startup, like railroad company, and just <laughs> goes on about how she could do it better.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Can you go ahead and roll a performance or a deception check for me?
3: Sure, I can. One second. Um, that's going to be a twenty-one.
0: Ooh, very nice. Okay, so she. Is taking some notes on what you're saying.
3: Listen, investigator. Inspector? I don't know. Whatever your title Investigator. Investigator. It was a joke. It was a farce. And if you ever have to ride any of their trains to get from Sharn to Rote or Rote to Sharn, do yourself a favor and don't do it.
0: Just walk. Noted. Your companion had mentioned a missing bartender, uh... Have you, by chance, interacted with this bartender on the way, on your, your portion of the train ride, or have you heard anything about, anything unusual about, from the crew or otherwise about this bartender?
3: Mm, no, not particularly, but, uh, my compatriot did step out for a few minutes, but, you know, I didn't really interact with anybody.
0: Understood. Did you have any any other unusual interactions with any train workers or any crew members?
3: Oh, you know what happened? The waiter came up to me, gave me my food, and walked away without complimenting me. Do you know how good I looked that day? It was a joke. It was a farce. I'm never going back.
0: And uh, lastly, are you magically inclined? Do you have any magical abilities or... Carry any magical items, perhaps? Nah. Alright. Well, that concludes all of my questions for you.
3: That was Reina thinking for a second, too. Like, (laughs) wait, does Gem have any magical items? I don't think she does.
0: (laughs) And she leads you back to the rest of the group as she looks uh, towards Kitty and... Nikki, blanking on names. I know know what I'm doing.
4: (laughs) During the time that um, she was... Talking with Jem, Miki and Patches have pried Patches out of his armor, and Miki is just holding him like a big teddy bear. And his armor is kind of standing there, and they've propped it in a way so it still looks like it could move.
3: (laughs) So here's my question. Does Patches squeak?
4: Does Patches speak? Squeak. Squeak. Okay. They said speak, and I was like, he's been doing that the whole time. So does he (laughs) he have a squeaker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he does not have a squeaker but he does have a bell inside of him.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> what? He is a care bear. Has he just been going ding ding ding
0: ding every single time he walks around? Every time he takes damage the bell rings. <laughs> oh, no.
4: It's been it's been masked by the armor but he does have that.
2: Is that his stealth disadvantage is because of the bell not the armor?
3: <laughs> Another question. Um, does Patches smell like strawberries?
4: Yes. Okay. (laughs) That was all. I actually, I added the bell because if mechanically he sheds his armor, he still has integrated protection. And I was like, why does he have
0: stealth disadvantage? (laughs) Because he got (laughs) a bell. That's fair. All right. So who would like to go next?
1: I can if you're not up for it, Miki. Yes,
2: please. I am still waking up. Um, and probably need a cup of coffee before
1: I get interrogated. Okay, no problem. Come on, batteries. Out of character question, did I ever clean the chicken out of batteries?
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay. I think you did. I'm fairly certain you did, because, um...
3: I
1: don't remember.
0: Yeah, I I would have told you batteries was rotting if you didn't.
3: I think, I remember you bringing up the stench.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't quite, like rank yet just a little stinky
1: yeah i remember like saying i wanted to but i don't remember if i actually did
0: (laughs) so investigator belinda leads you off to the same room that gem was pulled into not too long ago and more or less gives you the same rundown of asking you to give a detailed account of your trip on the train but again for the sake of the audience uh just just summarize what katie tells her
1: I explained that we went to the bar to get some drinks right as the train left. At some point the bartender disappeared and we couldn't get more drinks, which was weird. So we went back to our our quarters or our compartment to like chill for a little bit. and then after enough time passed, we went back to the dining cart and there was a different bartender and we got more drinks and we played some games.
0: Okay, uh, can you roll a deception? Roll for me. <laughs> Don't screw this up, Kitty. Don't do it.
1: <laughs> well, I have a negative one, so that's a seventeen. <laughs> 17.
0: Okay.
1: Nice. That's solid.
0: <laughs> she asks you more details about both the bartenders, um, but with the seventeen, you provide enough details to where you think it's fairly convincing. And then she asks you questions—the uh, same same questions that Jem had gotten. Uh, anything unusual, any unusual interactions with the workers or any other passengers? I mean, other than the fact that the other one just never came back, I don't know.
1: Maybe it was a shift change? Maybe he got sick? I have no idea.
0: And lastly, are you magically inclined? Do you have magical abilities or carry magical items?
1: Yup! <laughs> no! I can do magic. Why? You want me to do some magic? I can do some magic.
0: Is, since you are magically inclined, did you notice anything unusual in a magical sense when you were up on, upon the train? I mean I didn't
1: cast any magic on the train we were drinking and then playing games. I was just distra- like if i if I did magic when we were playing games, they would think I'm cheating
0: no no, nothing like that just uh if you happen to notice anything happening around you, not uh, anything that you yourself were doing.
1: Oh. No, I don't think so. Kitty, like, thinks about it for a moment, and she's like, no.
0: One more question. The bag you're carrying is also magical, correct? No. (laughs) Can you roll another deception roll for me? Oh, no.
1: no. Natural 20. That's a natural 20. Yes! (laughs) Yay!
0: Go ahead and roll an insight check for me as well. Uh oh. Uh, I have a plus zero for insight. Eighteen.
1: I'm rolling really well today.
0: Nice, you are. It's it's. uh... Yeah,
1: it's making up for last
3: week.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say last last game you rolled like shit the entire time. Now, now it's <laughs> the opposite. As she, as you say no, there's a pause in the conversation where she's staring at you and you're staring at her, and you know, you know for a fact that she knows that you're lying. <laughs>
2: Whoa.
0: But she doesn't seem to press the issue uh, As she returns you to The, the rest of the group And uh, lastly If you would Of course uh,
2: Did I get a cup of coffee from Yeah uh,
0: in between you you can get a cup of coffee
2: I was gonna say Le Jason, Cause of fucking last session <laughs> From Adrazen.
0: <laughs> yes you can get a cup of coffee from Adreason Uh, You probably had time to finish it during uh, Kitty's interview as well.
2: Okay. I was going to, so like when I follow her into the next room, I'm going to like put patches on his own chair and then give him the like cup and saucer to hold like a teeny tiny really cute teddy bear and then sit next to him.
0: So you get the same introduction uh, or you get the same questions uh, to just tell her about your trip?
2: Yeah, I start off by telling her about getting on the train, knowing I'm coming up to Sharn because I'm in search of just figuring out what to do next in my life. And I'm like really playing up the fact that I'm really young and like 18 <laughs> years old. And I'm like, I don't really know what to do now. Like I'm independent and, like, what does that even mean? Do you like, I don't even know anything about like managing my own finances. <laughs> And then I describe like meeting Jem and Kitty and the fact that their dresses were gigantic. You've never seen bigger dresses. They were so impractical. I'm surprised they were even able to get on the train. And then I just talk about hanging out with them and making friends and being like, Jem seems like she'd be a good influence, right? Like she's a lot older, <laughs> she must seem like a lot of the world. Like,
3: uh huh. <laughs>
2: I'm hoping she really mentors me and, like, accepts me as, like, a little sister and hopefully, you know, like, keeps me out of trouble and stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and roll a deception or a performance check. (laughs) A
2: deception. You don't know that I'm technically lying.
0: Uh, You're lying by omission because you you
4: robbed people. Can I can I provide advantage because <laughs> having a giant
0: teddy bear makes her seem trustworthy? Uh you can you can you can get an extra plus two.
2: What was it? Deception or what? Performance. Okay, so that's fourteen plus three plus two plus one. Twenty. I think that's a dirty twenty.
0: Dirty twenty. Nice, nice. So she's uh, taking notes. Uh, Throughout your story, just like the uh, with the others, not that Mickey would know. And she asks you follow-up questions uh, about anything unusual. Workers on the train, just in general.
2: Unusual. Um, what do you mean by unusual?
0: Just uh, anything you wouldn't expect uh, upon a regular train ride.
2: Um, well, it was like only my second time on a train ever so the fact that they had like really cool niches where you could like refill your water skin was super cool but i don't know that that counts as unusual
0: all right your friend also mentioned that the bartender went missing do you recall anything about this the bartender went missing yes that is what she said
2: um I don't think I noticed and I feel kind of bad about it. He was cute but like not really friendly so I don't know. I didn't want to sound like desperate by begging him for conversation (laughs) so after a while I just kind of forgot he was there.
0: Did this bartender have a name?
2: Um I think it started with a P.
0: Can you describe what he looked like?
2: Oh Um, he had really nice dark hair and blue eyes and was kind of tall and slightly pointy ears. And he was dressed really nice, but I think that was just the train uniform. But, you know, like men in uniform or women in uniform, I don't discriminate.
0: And she smiles at that. All right. Lastly, are you... Uh, do you have any magical abilities or carry any magical items?
2: Oh, um, and Miki will lo- lean like really close to her and go, I speak with dead people.
0: <laughs> Fascinating.
2: Yeah. Don't you think? It's a really, um, well, sometimes it gets really lonely because people don't really like knowing that I like speaking with that or I speak with dead people, but you know. Yeah, that's my, and she uh, Mickey like waves her fingers like that's my magical ability. Uh, no magic items though. Um, again, finances, and I'm eighteen. No money for it.
0: Of course. And with your magical abilities, did you perceive anything out of the norm in a magical sense while you were upon the train?
2: Um. Well, there was a point. I think we were closer to Sharon than we were to Rote, where 15 ghosts walk through the dining car. And I don't usually see that many ghosts at one time, so that was really weird.
0: That is unusual.
3: It's not unusual.
0: Well, that would be all my questions for you all. I don't expect to be following up, although uh, I will return you to the group and uh, speak to you guys as a group.
1: Okay, thank you. Come on, Patches. During the interview, I surreptitiously tell Jem that um, the investigator knows I'm lying about my bag, my bag being magical.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jem's gonna, like, kneel on the ground like that, like, Yakuza squat. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just gonna be like, alright. Um, so, if she asks you to pull out things just pull out rocks rocks and jerky yep not the jerky just the rocks (laughs) oh okay and glitter oh i have a lot of that yeah
0: rocks and glitter
3: (laughs) i think did i use it all i don't remember i might not have the glitter anymore okay then just the rocks okay
0: yeah and uh niki is let out from the room that y'all were in before and y'all are all in the lobby with investigator belinda Oh shit! I forgot there was another NPC here. You know what? We'll say that this NPC wasn't here to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one here.
3: It was the Drayson, right?
0: Yeah, uh, she she hasn't. No, she has an assistant. But I what? A hundred percent forgot about this assistant. So
1: yeah, I don't think you mentioned the. Assistant. I don't think
3: you ever mentioned an assistant.
0: Great, they're not there. <laughs> it's
3: fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Nico's gaslighting us.
0: the five of you are in the lobby as she turns to speak to the group again. That will be all of my questions for you all about your trip from Rote to Sharn. Um, I don't expect to be following up with any questions, although if you do find any information uh, about this missing bartender, as you put it, you can send it my way as she gives you all... um, a mailing address.
2: Okay. Miki would like to raise her hand and be like, um I mean, did something happen on the train with the bartender? Like, I don't know, you keep asking for something like unusual. Did something happen?
0: Yes. There we are investigating a reported case of theft.
2: <gasps> oh no.
0: Yes it is unfortunate. We believe that the bartender and possibly others were involved in this and we are seeking to find them
2: oh well good luck i hope you do
1: yeah
0: we'll let you know if we see him around
3: but what was stolen
0: i'm not at liberty to discuss that
3: well what if we see it in like a pawn shop or something
0: i don't think you will oh okay however if you do have any more information about this bartender or if you see this bartender anywhere be sure to send send me that information and she uh bids you guys good day as as she leaves
3: bye as she walks away i'm going to like whisper but not whisper to kitty there was a bartender <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the one i ordered all the drinks from oh well i mean i guess i did all the ordering so you probably didn't realize
3: yeah i don't know i never saw anybody Oh. Yeah. Ugh. It's not like I just pulled it out of thin air. You know, i just and I'm just gonna like keep watching her as she goes. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, peering over the door just to make sure she's really gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, as you like look peek outside to make sure that she leaves, she is in fact just leaving. She's not like just leaving the, the inn and then lingering outside. <laughs>
3: Oh thank God! <laughs> aye, aye, aye.
0: Is it Drazen in the room yeah, a Drazen's, a Drazen's in the front with you all, and is just kind of watching you all.
4: I stand up from being a limp teddy bear, look at Drazen in the eye and say, "Not a fucking
0: word <laughs> to anyone
4: and then I walk over and start putting my armor back on.
0: <laughs> he, he has like both hands up no, no, no words here just none. I didn't see anything. I don't even want to ask about what happened on the train. As he looks at (laughs) Jem.
3: Nothing did. Nothing happened.
2: Miki's gonna take two gold out of her pouch and just like put them in a Drazen's hand and go absolutely nothing.
0: And he he pockets the gold and nods. "Mm -hmm, Nothing.
2: So this other couple or friends or roommates we really don't know, and I don't want to attribute a false relationship to them. You said they lived in gray walls, or their forwarding address was in gray walls. Yes, that's the address that they left. Perfect. Well, I think we know what we're doing today correct should
1: we Should we give an update about why the other people left? Yes,
0: how is the investigation going?
3: Oh, right. You hired us. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Well, we
2: spoke to one of the Draga sisters, one of the ones that got food poisoning.
0: Food poisoning?
2: She and her, yeah, something that they ate in the inn, unfortunately, made them rather ill.
0: Oh, I assumed they were just drinking too much.
1: Maybe that. We don't know. They just got sick. They thought it was the food from the inn, which is why they left.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: And apparently one of your girls is asking about summoning? Oh yeah, did you know you had a
3: cop in here? Not one of his girls. Yeah, Marlena.
0: Oh yes, Marlena. She asked me about any unusual activities, summoning cult stuff uh, as well. I told her I haven't seen anything personally.
3: And you didn't think to
0: mention that to us? I I don't believe you guys are part of a colt and he looks at Miki and he glances nervously at everyone else or
2: Miki just smiles at him and goes it's
3: for us to know and you not to find out
0: alrighty then
3: the point being we're doing this investigation for you
0: this man
4: is paying us we don't have to intimidate him
3: (laughs) but it's just so easy (laughs)
2: Mickey is in a mindset where she's lied to people already and that's just going to be her for the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> Kitty's thinking very hard about whether or not her her place of living is a cult or not.
4: Does she know what a cult is?
1: I think she would know what a cult is. But not an island? <laughs> I think from where she came from, people had
2: cults. Okay. Don't worry about it, Adrizen. We're not part of a cult. But other than the food poisoning, which you have to agree is a pretty legitimate reason to leave an establishment.
0: Yes, I will admit that. We,
2: yeah, we don't really have a lot of other leads at the moment. So we're going to go talk to the other couple. And since we don't really have a forwarding address for Marlena Jail, uh, we don't know how she fits into
1: this.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how you would follow up with her either.
1: Eh, I mean, maybe she just got a lead on the stuff she was asking about and dipped.
2: Although, I don't know how tenuous or comfortable your relationship with the butcher is, but one of the sisters we talked to yesterday did say she was kind of weird and kept asking everyone personal questions or weird questions, something like that, so... I don't know, don't ban her from your establishment, but you know, maybe she's a contributing factor.
0: She does show up a lot. Without much reason.
3: What is your relationship with the butcher?
0: We're business partners. Is that all? Yes. Insight check. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and roll insight check.
3: Are you paying the butcher? animal Ooh, this size is not very good <laughs> that's 10
0: you're fairly certain he's telling the truth
3: hmm. but not certain enough yeah that's not a guarantee
0: <laughs> all righty so you guys uh head off to gray walls i will say it will wa- it will be late morning by the time you guys leave since uh the individual interviews did take some time On your way there, you guys navigate to there without much issue. Uh, When you're passing from the lower districts to the middle districts, I'm going to have to have everyone roll a persuasion check. Please.
2: A hoity-toity
1: check? (laughs) Persuasion. With my negative one. 13 for Kitty. Ooh, double proficiency
4: 3020
1: nice
0: let's go 9
3: 17
0: Alrighty. uh everybody gets through without much issue except for gem uh who you are stopped and you are hassled and demanded for like reasons of traveling and because you are because i know what's in your inventory you get searched but you, because you don't have anything immediately illegal on you you are reluctantly let through although that does increase the time it takes for you guys to pass that checkpoint.
2: Did they take a candle?
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they confiscate some of <laughs> they your confiscated my candles from
2: the
3: Amish.
4: <laughs> from the fantasy Amish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they confiscate your, your souvenirs, <laughs> saying that they're dangerous and you can't have them. <laughs> that was apple scented, you monsters <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> when they if if when they start giving me too much trouble, I will Like, if they start, like, frisking her, you know, she's gonna um, just put a hand on the wrist of the person who's patting her down, and she's just gonna go, listen, it's okay. And then she's gonna pull out the signet ring out of her pocket and palm it.
0: Two seconds uh the that doesn't seem to help uh as whoever is patting you down you
3: uncultured plebeians <laughs> never
0: mind <laughs> doesn't seem <laughs> doesn't recognize on sight what that signet means so
3: well i'll take it back
0: <laughs> you are equally hassled um with with no shortcuts <laughs> <laughs>
2: Does Miki see this exchange?
0: Go ahead, uh, Gem, roll a sleight of hand check.
3: It's going to be 19.
0: 19. Uh, y- you don't. S- Miki, can you roll a perception check?
2: No, oh boy. <laughs> no, boy. Where's a d20? 17, 18.
0: Okay, you see that Gem had shown the guard something although you have no idea what and you couldn't uh, hear what she said either but you know you you can vaguely guess that it was something threatening <laughs> or like imposing
3: <laughs> and then she gets all heated afterwards like I should have known from all you people from Sharn you uncultured swine <laughs> when yeah when she
2: passes through she just Miki will turn to Jem and just be like Were you going to shank him?
3: (laughs) No. (laughs) Only if he held me up more. What was in your hand? Huh? What was in your hand? Just nothing important. What was a bribe? Did he not take a bribe? Yeah. (laughs) I tried to give him a platinum and he didn't believe me. He said it was fake. So I took it back. You can't
2: bribe everyone, says the person who basically bribed everyone last session.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and off to a strong start in this session. <laughs> eh, yeah, it was worth a shot.
0: So, you guys, with the address you were left, you eventually may get to Grey Walls um, without too much issues. Um, or at least without being stopped.
3: Sorry, can I do my scan?
0: Yeah, uh, sure (laughs) go ahead and roll a insight check
3: that's right i have to do insight not perception
0: (laughs) yeah i mean you could do perception it's just never gonna help you
3: Ooh, no it was bad that's a seven
0: yeah you are too thrown off by your interaction with the guard um to to be top of game
3: (laughs) oh my god doesn't even know what the the audacity she's gonna shout back at least three times like You need to culture
4: yourselves!
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, for the address that was left, you find that it leads you to a tavern and an inn um, combo thing. And we will take a break because I had drank, like, 32 ounces of smoothie and I need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) We'll be back uh, at 8.39.
3: Cool. That gives me time to eat dinner. (laughs)
0: You're at the halfway point. Thanks for sticking around to listen to our shenanigans. Take a break with us, or if you use that break time to sit idle like some of us do, go check out what music the cast listens to on our Instagram at Holding Out for a Hero, all one word. We really appreciate your continued support. Back to the episode. Alrighty, we all back? We all ready to get started? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, the. John? Oh.
2: John. 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 John, if you don't reappear, I'm keeping this in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's be honest, we're keeping this in either way.
3: <laughs> Jonathan. Is he a Jonathan? John Thew. <laughs> That's
0: weird.
3: <laughs> Uh let's see. Uh John Jamin. John <laughs> <Jimen>. <laughs> Um Johnus Giannu John That just sounds too much like John <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like Wait. Jennifer. Jonifer. Johnicaya. <laughs> where-, where did he go? <laughs>
0: Alrighty, we ready to get back into it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, you all had tracked down the address of the the, the place left from from the wet eagle, and it leads you to a tavern and inn. As you come upon this inn, it is labeled the Council of the Undead Tavern and Inn. When you enter, it immediately has a very peculiar atmosphere. The interior is relatively quiet. It is, uh, there's peaceful music playing faintly in the background and it smells slightly of incense. The lighting is low light with a very illuminated ceiling which most of the light reflects off of. The ceiling itself has mur- a mural painted on it of seems to be some sort of epic battle. Pretty abstract. The from the ceiling hangs a lot of glass mobiles that cast images and shadowy figures onto the walls as they spin. The bar seems to be two altars stuck end to end with a larger piece of wood set across both of them, and all of the tables are coffins. Behind the bar, there are golden skulls that decorate the uh the shelf. Upon entering this space you get the sense that it is somewhat like a like the equivalent it's it's a fantasy tiki bar
3: <laughs> oh no
2: <laughs> but like vampire themed
0: no uh it, the 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 tiki theme is is the the undying court of of it's if you're an elf you probably everyone make a history roll oh, no wait a religion roll sorry <laughs>
1: Well, that is, uh, wow, why do I have such a good religion score?
3: That's an 8. That's an 8.
0: <laughs> that's a 15. Gem, because you are an elf, you can roll at advantage.
3: Oh, thanks. Wow.
2: That's a, that's still an 8. <laughs> that's an
0: 8. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe, okay.
3: It was uh it was a six and a two.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
2: <laughs> Wait, how many of us got eights?
0: Three of you. Three of us? Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, that's really lucky in Chinese. <laughs> it's
0: true. So three of you walk in and are like, hmm, this is like vaguely vampire themed. Okay, alright, alright. Uh and patches, you know that this is a weird tiki bar blasphemous version of the undying court which is a religion followed by elves on the island of arnal this religion can be followed in other places but the majority of the followers of the undying court are on the island of arnal so you are taking in this unusual interior of this tavern and there is a young drow man who is behind the bar counter everyone go ahead and roll your relative uh Hotness, <laughs> uh, as I like, describe how that's it a 10. <laughs> Damn, that man's a
4: nine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a three. I don't know.
2: Jum just has uh, eyes for everyone today. That's true.
4: <laughs> Katie's just racist, I guess.
2: <laughs> that's a two,
3: but also like a is it's really cute.
0: <laughs> huh? 50 50. So he, is, he has straight, long, white hair that drapes over half of his face. His skin is a deep purple color, and he wears a symbol of the Undying court um, on a choker, a low-cut vest, and shiny, fitted pants with enough straps and belts to look uncomfortable to sit in.
2: Oh my god, he's got <laughs> He's
0: <a god>. <laughs> <laughs> He also wears a simple half apron on top.
3: To say, Jem, noobs... Over to the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I help you?
3: Hi. Um This is this is great in here. Do you like working here?
0: Yes, I suppose. It's cool.
3: Yeah.
2: Miki's gonna lean over to Kitty and go. Does he just sound like Illidan? <laughs> <laughs> you know a little bit. Why do all the bartenders have such disaffected attitudes?
3: Eh,
1: They've probably seen a lot of drunk people. You try
3: working in customer service and being okay. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Nika.
0: Can I get you something to drink?
3: You know... (laughs) She would say this. You're the only tall glass of water I need. (laughs)
0: Roll a persuasion check, please.
3: Oh my god, can
2: can Miki give her bardic inspiration?
0: Please? (laughs) Um, sure.
2: (laughs) Just from behind, Miki is just giving the most enthusiastic double (laughs) thumbs up to the bartender. Persuasion? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. (laughs) 12. Did you add a d6? I
3: did! It was a one!
0: (laughs) Oh boy. Oh no. He smirks at you. And he just just, uh, doesn't doesn't really react beyond that.
3: But is it like... So hear me out, Nicholas. Is it like a condescending smirk? Or is it the smirk of a male love interest? (laughs) Because there is a difference.
0: Go ahead and roll an insight check. (sighs) <sighs>
3: okay. <laughs> I'm going to use the wood <laughs> dice. They've never let me down.
0: <laughs> 13. You get the sense that he he finds this all amusing, although you're uncertain of his intent beyond that. Well,
3: I'm super cute. So that's all that matters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he reaches out his hand and says, My name's Colvar. Yours is?
3: Jem. You can just call me Jem. It's Colvar, K O L V A R? Yes. Okay.
0: Kitty
1: will like nudge. Nudge Mickey. He's touching her. He's touching her.
0: (laughs) As you reach out your hand, Jem, he brings up uh, your hand and kisses the back of your hand.
3: Oh! (laughs) Jem's gonna look back at the group like, we did it! (laughs) this is one for the books.
1: <laughs> and he's like double thumbs up
4: And I'm Patches! And I stick out my hand. I'm right there. Patches, can you also roll a persuasion check? <laughs> <laughs> Am I accidentally flirting with this man? I got a net one!
0: And he just kind of nods and doesn't make any movement to it move towards you or anything else. Just, you get a nod.
4: <laughs> I kind of wiggle my hand.
0: As Patches
2: is trying to, like, get a handshake, Miki is dying of laughter and accidentally, like, leans onto Patches <laughs> so hard they just topple over <laughs> onto the ground.
3: <laughs> Guys, this is it. Redemption arc. Starting now. <laughs>
4: When we fall over, it sounds like when you drop a whole, like, drawer full of cutlery.
1: <laughs> Kenny's gonna look through her bag to see if there's any knick-knack a goth might like, so that <laughs> Jim can gift it to,
3: to, to this man. What are you talking about? I have tons of cool rocks in there.
0: <laughs> go, go ahead and roll a, uh, a d20. Okay.
1: 18.
0: Oh, right. nice. Up to you what you want your goth knickknack to be.
1: I, I'm sure she's got bones or teeth in her bag.
0: They're
4: teeth earrings made out of Nico's wisdom teeth. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's what Kitty has in her bag.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> You're right. Kitty will pull out wisdom teeth and just pass them over to Jem. Nikki from
2: the floor is like, that's so unsanitary.
3: But it's so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jem's uh, just going to make an absolute
0: buffoon of herself.
3: How long have you been in Shine? <laughs> Are you from now?
0: No, I'm not, actually. Do you really think a drow would be from Aranel?
3: You know, that's a solid point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: I've lived in Breland most of my life, and I have been in Sean for quite a while now.
3: How old are you? How tall is he?
0: He is 5'9". Um.
3: Hmm. You <laughs> sounded so disappointed. Jem's 6' even. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I guess Jem likes older women and shorter goth
0: boyfriends.
3: <laughs> you know, we love
0: a short king. And uh, he tells you that he is uh, 116.
3: Oh, younger, shorter, goth boyfriends. Okay.
0: (laughs) Would you all like a round of drinks? Jem,
2: I think you're supposed to, like, introduce yourself back, you know?
3: Oh, well, my name's Jem. I'm from uh, the Lazar principalities. You know, just the islands... I love the beach. I love taking long walks on the beach. And... At night. At night. Under the moonlit sky. And um, I love writing poetry. And I'm... By candlelight. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. (laughs) With plenty of skulls and bones around.
4: (laughs) Um... (laughs) Hey, do you know Krista Saris and Daisy Nisha? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mickey smacks a hand over Patches' his face and goes, No,
3: this is her moment. Leave her alone. <laughs> and I'm 170.
0: <laughs> and uh, he he nods with a kind of a, a deadpan face. You get the sense uh, after speaking to him for a while that he's not an extremely lively person (laughs) no pun intended for the place of his his work
2: (laughs) he's so mysterious (laughs) can miki tell if the bartender is into gem or just listening for customer service
1: reasons (laughs) (laughs) just to get tipped (laughs) yeah i was gonna say can i check for for kitty as well
0: yeah both of you guys roll an insight check
1: I am rolling so well today in the side. I have an 18.
0: Nice. Mm,
2: which D20 do I want to use? I'll use this one. I shouldn't have used that one. That was a nat one. <laughs> I fallen over on patches
4: again.
0: You are, you know... Mickey, from your vantage point of the floor, you literally do not see a whole lot of him behind. Uh, from where Jem is angled, um, he's mostly covered by Jem, so you have no clue what's happening.
2: Can I get a beer on the floor,
0: please? <laughs> Kitty, however, you get the sense that he finds this all very entertaining. Um, he is flattered by Jem, but who isn't? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if he's. Interested in pursuing something more but he finds in this conversation and Jem in general to be entertaining to be around
1: in general but did he like the teeth were the teeth a bonus <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know did Jem, how, how, did Jem just give him teeth
3: yes wouldn't you <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, go ahead and uh, listen.
3: It's Goth one hundred and one. I gotta give him bones.
0: <laughs> roll a roll a persuasion check, Joe.
3: Okay, I'm gonna use the Ubu dice again, even though my heart's telling me I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> listen to your heart. This is the most Goth time.
4: Ew. Can I cast
0: bless?
3: Actually, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I have, I have skeleton <laughs> dice. <laughs>
0: Yes, you can, you can cast Bless.
3: (laughs) Wait, does Bless and Guidance stack? Uh,
0: I
4: think it does.
3: Okay, I got my Skeleton Badonka Chonker.
4: Oh, it actually, that's, that straight up won't help. Don't worry about it, I'm not doing that. Okay,
0: yeah, I thought Bless was saving throws, yeah.
4: That's only for attack rolls or saving throws. I don't know, does this count as an attack? <laughs> no, it does not. an attack on the stone cold demeanor that this man puts on
0: nice try but no
3: attack on his icy cold heart
0: <laughs> trying to bring light and love into it
2: miki is going to like put her hand on Jem's thigh as she hauls herself up from the ground and cast guidance on her
0: sure
3: persuasion so, let me get a D four, right? A D four? Yeah, one D four. Hold on, I never take out my D fours because I like never need them.
1: <laughs> We're trying so hard to get gem laid.
3: Um, that's seventeen. Thank you for the guidance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> um, as Jem fumbles around with uh, how to present these teeth, uh, the bartender will go get Mickey Avier. As he returns, Jem, you just hand off the teeth?
3: Yeah, with a little, like, Legend of Zelda, uh... Da-da-da-da! <laughs>
4: <laughs> Can I cast Light to make them, like, glow like a dull purple light? Just for dramatic effect?
0: Sure. Crested <laughs> Yeah, uh, with that, you are met with a raised eyebrow and slight surprise, um... He accepts the teeth uh, with a thank you.
3: Of course.
1: Does he seem
2: excited about the teeth? (laughs) As excited as he can be. With his
0: stunted emotions. (laughs) I
4: can fix him.
0: (laughs) He, He finds these teeth exciting. Yes. Kitty will thumbs up again. And they disappear somewhere, um, behind, uh, like, into his pants, among the straps somewhere.
2: What if he's actually not goth? It's just what he has
3: to act like <laughs> while he's, like, while he's working. <laughs> well, he's goth now. <laughs> That's it, guys. I fixed him.
0: <laughs> so, what brings you to this? these parts of Charm?
3: Oh, you know, just she's gonna like twirl a finger around like the one half of her head that's not shaved uh like around the uh, around her hair, and um, she's just gonna go like, "Oh, you know, just just girly things <laughs> <laughs> um we're just, you know, I actually <laughs> I don't even remember, I think we're tracking someone down. Maybe a cop. I don't know. Nice. No, the cop was the
1: other one. Oh, this is another one? The cop was the other one.
3: Oh. <laughs> well, there you go.
2: This is the the two patches. You know their names. What are their names again?
4: Oh, you mean, uh, Krista Se- was it Sevis, right? And, and Daisy Nisha.
2: Yeah, have you heard of them? We need to find them. But we can leave Jem here. <laughs>
0: Oh, yes, I do think that they are currently still here. If you would like to go up to their room.
2: Oh, is that too intrusive? I mean, yes.
3: Yeah, you guys should definitely go and investigate.
0: <laughs> yes, that it is too intrusive, or <laughs> just knock, it's fine.
2: Well, we still need to talk to them, whether or not. Okay. Um, what room number are they in?
0: Uh, and he gives you a room number and tells you how to get up there.
3: And what's the room number?
0: Uh Yeah, Nico.
3: For my notes. Are they in the same room? How many rooms
0: are there in this inn? Me? Make decisions. It is room nine. Room 69. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Got him. <laughs> They're sharing a room? Uh, Yes. You were given a single room number.
4: And they were roommates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, let's... Um, Jem, we'll see you later. Okay.
3: Bye, <laughs> <My> best friends.
2: <laughs> I'm going to lead the other two up to the <laughs> room.
0: As everyone but Jem it goes upstairs uh, above the, the tavern. The upstairs of the tavern is not at all what you would expect from the goth interior of the tavern itself. The upstairs is very plain, um, extremely ordinary in contrast. It is well lit, and there are rooms on both sides, and it is easy enough to find the specified room number. As you guys, I assume you knock. Who knocks? (laughs) I'll knock. As you guys knock, you are, uh, eventually met with a, a hold on, and the door is answered. You see a human woman, uh, adult human woman. Everyone, can, you can roll now <laughs> if you want.
3: <laughs> oh, I don't have rolling privileges.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone except for Chev. <laughs> I got a one.
3: Oh, wait, no, it's advantage because. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you want. <laughs> she has short blonde hair and green eyes. Just kind of, uh, simple, uh, bob that that's tucked behind one ear she has a fairly regular build and a round face she wears simple traveler's clothes and a plain satchel on her back to be clear her hair is like good yeah
3: or is it karen hair
0: it's like good okay excellent that, i'm just gonna roll for triple advantage then <laughs> i rolled a 10 so i like her <laughs> As she opens the door, you can see the interior of the room as well. It is the interior of the room seems to be a, a simple, utilitarian, but well maintained and clean room, or at least it was to start. This room is cluttered and messy. There are uh, boxes and she boxes and trash bags, and it seems to be in the process of moving or cleaning. You're not really certain. And you see another woman in the background as well. Approximately the same age. <laughs> yes, everyone, go ahead and roll again.
2: <laughs> I um, do. Didn- not She's
0: alright. <laughs> oh, I got a ten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Kitty and uh, Miki have polar a opposite tastes in-, in...
1: No, no, the first girl I got an eight, so still... After this, it's just a Patches solo game because everyone else is dating a local.
4: Well, time to go. (laughs) We're
1: all tied down.
0: She's got floofy golden brown hair, um, medium tan skin, and uh, is pretty curvy. She, her... uh, What? Oh, that's a typo. (laughs) Her face is soft and rounded she wears leather armor and you can see she carries a bow and a dagger um and there's a a large pack that seems to match the rest of what she is wearing set aside
1: how old did you say they were again
0: um they're like 30s mid mid 30s
2: what are their star
3: signs
0: (laughs) i don't have those but i do have their heights uh the, the woman at the door is 5'7", and the woman in the room is slightly shorter. Both are human.
4: Can you give me their Chinese zodiacs?
0: <laughs> Both are human. And uh, the woman in the background seems to be sorting, sifting through trash on the floor.
4: Favorite Mario game.
0: <laughs> Alright, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. As the woman who opens the, the door, she greets you guys. Hello, can I help you? Hi,
2: um, you're, uh, I'm, I'm Miki.
0: <laughs> nice to meet you, Miki. I'm Krista. What can I do for you?
2: Hi, Krista. Um, I'm helping out my friend, Adrezen, who is the, um, the innkeeper for the Wet Eagle, uh, which is the inn you stayed at really recently, right?
0: Ah, yes, I do recall that.
2: Great! Um... Why'd you leave? <laughs> <laughs> Would
0: you come back? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if I, uh, if Adrezen felt my leave was quite sudden, it was for me as well. I left because I had received notice that my father had passed.
2: Oh, Oh, I'm really sorry.
0: Yes, it was a uh, rather unfortunate timing, but fortunate that I received the notice before me and Daisy had set off. Oh, where are you going? We were planning to head northward with uh, no particular destination in mind. Are you two together? <laughs> <laughs> And from the inside of the room, uh, Daisy looks up at you all, like, what's happening? (laughs) Kind of look on her face. Um, And Krista just smiles and says, yes, she's my partner.
3: Oh, that's really cute. So they're not single.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, so it wasn't anything to do with a Drazen or the Wet Eagle. Um if you could give us a one out of ten about how good your stay was there. <laughs> yup, for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> While you are uh, speaking to, to, to Krista, you see Daisy kind of uh, dust her hands off from whatever she's doing and walk up to uh, everyone as well. The the wet eagle? That inn that we were at? Yeah.
2: um, a Drazen is an old acquaintance of mine. So he asked me to inquire because he has
0: no social skills whatsoever. (laughs) And Daisy continues with, you know, I had, I don't know if what, what he's doing, but a that is the lady he uh, is business partners with. I don't know. She's, she's real weird and a little too pushy if. If I'm being honest, I think it'd be better for his business if she kind of backed off of it. I I didn't like her.
2: Oh, that's what I told him. Um, can I ask what she did?
0: I mean, she's just really insistent on showing up at inopportune times. I mean, I I understand if you are curious, you know, about your business partners, uh, I guess current business since you want it to go well, right? Butts into people's conversations. Um, she had butted into multiple lunches we had during our stay there and we just kind of decided to not eat there anymore because she would always just kind of join us at our table without being invited. Is that bad? But she kind of... You don't do that here? I mean, it... If you... It's nice to wait for an inv- invitation. And she's just kind of, um... Kind of a nosy person.
2: Did she try to talk to you about anything in particular? Or, um... Like, insists you try anything?
0: She was real real insistent on I don't know getting our opinion on food and what we thought of the Jason's cooking and uh just kind of the the food in general um she seemed to be a real foodie
2: oh yeah she asked me if I was a foodie while I was there too
0: uh I, I want to
4: circle back around to something real quick my name's Sergeant Patches uh uh, I just was wondering, um, this may be pertinent to, to our investigation here. I, I don't mean to pry, but how did your, your father pass?
0: And Krista uh, speaks up again. Well, it was uh, from what we were told of natural causes. He was a little light on details of his health more specifically with me, as he uh, he always told me he didn't want me to worry, but... It It's not entirely unexpected.
4: And, um, again, this, this may be uh, pushing a boundary, but um, have, have you seen him since he passed? Oh. Um,
0: I saw him briefly at the funeral before we buried him, but I don't believe I've saw, seen him since. I would hope not. Good. That's good. Yeah.
2: Oh, when Patches says that, Niki would like to open her ghost eyes.
3: <laughs> what do you see <laughs> with your special <laughs> eyes?
0: Sure. Uh, remind me again what I told you on the rules where this were.
2: Oh, I was going to ask Peter I <laughs> mind if okay, you okay. to remind me.
0: Okay, two seconds, part. but I, ha- I probably have it.
4: I was just worried that she ate her dad. That's what I was worried about.
3: (laughs) Which is fair. Um, I would like to say in the interim that from downstairs you hear uh, (laughs) Jenny just, like, titter way too loudly and way too girlishly, considering (laughs) her age. She's still young for an elf, right? She's still young, but she's not, like, schoolgirl young. (laughs)
0: Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'll I'll just make something up and we'll, we'll cycle back to it later. Um, And I'll put it somewhere where I can...
3: This is gonna keep happening.
2: <laughs> well, I think I'm using up one of my bardic inspirations. I know that.
0: Yes. I believe you use up one of the bardic inspirations and then you roll on the table. And then that is the spirit you find.
2: Rolling a d6. That flipped onto a book one minute uh, that
3: is a three for tale of the Beloved Friends just gals being pals <laughs> oh my god are they ghosts
0: <laughs> no they are not Miki, uh, if you are searching for the spirit of Krista's father I will say you will be able to find it
2: oh my god is he just following them around
0: uh no. I had it in my mind that ghosts unless they are or spirits unless they are like um had morphed into something else, are kind of bound by a certain physical limitation of where they died. Mm-hmm. Wait, I do
2: find him or I don't find him.
0: You do find him if you want to.
2: Like in the area? Yes. Oh. What why? Um, excuse me. How far away did your father die from here?
0: <laughs> um, I believe he had passed either in this room or in this inn. What? I am not sure exactly.
4: Oh, holy shit.
3: Oh.
2: Oh. Oh, what? Okay. That makes a lot of sense.
0: He was living here. Why? Well, this was his one of his favorite inns, and uh, we're just here to clean out his stuff.
3: Sorry, that that was Raina asking why, because Jem's not there. <laughs> oh, shit. I
0: forgot. Jem's not there. It's okay. Somebody <laughs> else will have asked why. <laughs> so
3: Quick, someone else ask why. <laughs> why, uh, why? Why?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're giving the answer.
3: <laughs> why? What's up, Miki?
2: Oh, um... Um... Her last name is Nisha, right?
0: Uh, no. Her last name is Ceres.
2: Miki's just gonna kind of lean around Krista and be like, um, hi, Mr. Ceres. I hope you have a good passing on. Um... Krista
0: is wide-eyed looking at Miki and looking around in the room and, uh, uh Daisy seems very unsettled by this and it, it seems to be uh on high alert when you address a a a something uh invisible in the room as for the the spirit itself it takes a while for uh him to realize that you're speaking to him uh since it doesn't really happen all that often for most spirits oh uh hello there you can see me?
2: Hi! Yeah, I think this is getting really weird for everyone else, though. I'm a fortune teller who has the ability to talk with the dead. She'll say an explanation of literally everyone else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Krista just kind of uh, silently watches as Daisy is like, Hand on dagger. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting. Rightfully so.
2: <laughs> I promise I'm not crazy. This is what I do for a living. Um, I wouldn't have come by if I'd known there was someone here. I'm much more respectful of um, the spaces of the deceased usually. We just had to ask you for a Drazen and then this has happened. And it's so awkward. I'm so sorry.
0: Uh, And Krista responds, no, it's it's all right. Who are you? You're speaking to my father?
2: Um, yes. He is. And Miki will give a general description of this NPC she's not rolling a d10 for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's fair. And uh, Krista kind of nods along, um, seeing that, uh, uh, agreeing with your description of, of um, her father.
3: <laughs> Patches, did you just roll? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just can't see him, right?
4: Yeah, I, I wanted to check if maybe the the description struck a chord.
2: Um, While I'm here, because I'm going to leave, because this is very awkward when I'm not usually asking for money to be in this situation. Um, Do you have any last words you'd like to say to your daughter?
0: Uh, you know, it's... Don't, don't, don't get stuck up in the past, because... I know you're going to be asking yourself if there's anything that you could have done or that you should have stayed. But, you know, I've always wanted you to live your dreams and travel far and wide. So keep doing that.
2: Miki relays that message.
0: As you relay that message, um, Krista seems to be very moved by it. Um, not just breaking down and sobbing, but she's, she's touched as uh, Daisy seems to... Um, respond to it as well by not reaching for her knife. <laughs> not that she, would, <laughs> she thought that you were, were particularly dangerous, but kind of just a, 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 what's happening here? What are you speaking to sort of thing? And uh, yeah, it, uh, she, she thanks you for um, passing on her father's word.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave now. This is incredibly awkward, but I wish you two the best of travels.
0: Best of luck with your endeavor as well.
2: Thank you.
1: Miki. Miki, hey Miki. Yes. Yes. Is is the ghost a human ghost or a lizard ghost? <laughs> <laughs> is the ghost a human ghost? The ghost, ghost? is a human
0: ghost.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um he is a human ghost.
1: Okay, never mind then. <coughs>
4: Uh, Maybe you should ask him how he died and see if maybe it's relevant.
1: But he died here, not at the other place. I don't think it's relevant. I feel...
2: Uh, You've heard my, um, humanoid compatriot. If it would help our case, I would ask that you tell us. But if it has nothing to do with it, I ask that you keep your secrets.
0: Uh, yeah, and the spirit who has uh, floated out into the halls, uh, watching watching y'all, since you you've already said your goodbyes to Krista and Daisy, says, "Yeah, I don't think it was really related." If I'm being honest, mm, that's what I thought. Also,
2: before uh, have Krista and Daisy close
0: the door, uh, I assume so. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> I knock once
2: more, <laughs> very meekly.
0: Yeah, uh, Krista uh, opens the door again. Hello?
2: I'm so sorry. Um, we know there was someone else who left as well at the same time. Um, not the sisters, the half works, but someone else. She might have been human, we're not sure. Her name was Marlena. Do you have any indication of where she might have gone?
0: Marlena, um... Yes, I do believe she. Oh, uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did I have written down from Marlena? Two seconds.
3: Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> In the interim. We can hear you yeah. <laughs>
1: scrolling.
2: <laughs> Look, as long as he's not scrolling while he's talking, <laughs>
3: Ashley is like, knife emoji!
2: <laughs> Knife emoji!
0: Yes, I believe she was headed back to uh, her post at the Blackened Book. Oh, where? Um, I'm not too familiar with the structure of the, uh, I suppose, charm Watch would be the closest association. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm not sure where exactly that is, but she did mention that she was going back to um, speak to her superiors at the Black and Do have I heard of that place? I'll say Miki, Jem, and Kitty. Roll a history. I'm not there. Oh, Miki and Kitty. Roll a, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. I keep forgetting. You go ahead and roll a uh uh history.
1: Twenty-two. <laughs> well, that's a six.
2: Mickey and history don't get along together, except when it concerns the dead. Kitty is
3: practically a Sharn tour guide at this point.
0: <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> Even though I've only been here nine months.
0: Is
4: Bill Bailey there?
1: Who's Bill Bailey? I don't know who Bill Bailey He's is. He's a yet. British
2: comedian.
4: Oh. they in a show called Black Books.
3: Your pop culture references are lost on us, John. <laughs> We're
2: too old, John.
3: I don't watch things.
4: That John? was a deep cut. That was only 2000. That was 2000 to 2004, according to IMDb.
1: Yo, in the in the yes. early 2000s, I got two hours of TV per week. I spent it on Fear Factor.
2: <laughs> I was allowed to watch anything that was cartoony. Including Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z, which, you know, wasn't really... It's
4: kind of cartoony. Bill Bailey becomes Jesus in the first episode.
2: Oh, my mom definitely wouldn't have let me watch
4: that. Well, he swallowed the Little Book of Calm and it dissolved into his body and made him extremely calm. But
1: Yeah, I got Saturday Morning Cartoons and then Fury Factor, and that was my childhood (laughs) growing up.
2: Oh, I got America's Next Top Model, which, you know, shouldn't be consumed by small children.
0: (laughs) Kitty, you know that the Blackened Book is a subdivision of Sharn Watch.
1: Okay. Uh, Do I know, like, whereabouts they usually are
0: stationed? You would probably not know that. But you would know that the Blackened Book, they are magic users. That's, That's the gist of their subdivision. And that's all you know.
3: Okay, so just clarification for me, um, the Blackened Book is not a location, it's a group?
0: Yes, yes, it is a subdivision of the Sharn Watch. Got it, okay. Run by Bill Bailey. You assume that they have an HQ somewhere, but you wouldn't know where that is.
3: I thought the Blackened Book was like a, an inn. <laughs> what I'm asking is, do
1: I
0: know like whereabouts they would be seen the most normally? Again, with the places that Kitty frequents, probably not.
1: Okay, just like not usually the lower districts.
0: Yeah, the district that you know the best, which is Lower Taverick's Landing, would not have a large presence of the Black in the Book.
1: So interesting that
0: they were there.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for all the information you've given us. We're so sorry for disturbing you. I'm going to be leaving now.
0: It's alright. Have a nice day. And she, uh, waves you off once again uh, to continue cleaning.
2: When she closes the door, Miki just lets out a little (laughs) sigh.
1: You don't like talking to ghosts?
2: I mean, that's... Oh, I don't know why my voice is so high. Um... I mean, that's what I do, right? I talk to ghosts for a living. But usually it's um, with people who have asked me to look for a loved one. I would say talking to a ghost when the loved one doesn't know they're around feels like a large large invasion of privacy. Huh. And also I've been chased out of cities and Countries with strong religious presences, um, for you know, looking like me and then talking to ghosts. So it's a little, mm, you don't really know who's, um, accepting of this. And she gestures
1: to herself. Well, you can always come home with me because all you need to do is not die, <laughs> and everybody will accept
4: you. Uh huh. Miki's pretty good at
0: that.
2: I'm still on the fence about this, but we won't we won't have this discussion again
0: for a bit. Meanwhile, Jem, can you roll um <laughs> roll a persuasion check for me just for however that situation is going downstairs?
3: Wow, probably poorly. I'm gonna like, spoiler alert. Like, I don't know unless I get it a natural twenty. <laughs> no, that's a nine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, um, you spend the, the, the remainder of your time while the others are upstairs flirting with this bartender, um, and it, it, you know, it's certainly a conversation.
3: (laughs) I like to think there's absolutely, like, this isn't a conversation, it's a monologue. (laughs) (laughs) And Jem's just trying too hard. Actually, you know what? Rewind. I'm going to say about however long, at least three minutes into this conversation, can I do an insight check on this guy to make sure he's no one I know?
0: Yeah, go go for it. (laughs)
3: Oh my gosh, I'm rolling like garbage. That's an
0: eight. You're not certain. <laughs> I've passed
3: it on to you. Thanks, I don't want this baton. It's gonna make its way around the circle. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled well one time, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm a sure.
4: <laughs> Our best rolls have been how attractive
0: the NPCs <laughs> are. <laughs>
2: Rolling out of ten at that point. The odds are a lot less dire.
0: Eventually, um, you all descend to the stairs to find Jem and the bartender still talking. It's just an embarrassment.
2: <laughs> oh. I thought they would have been making out by now.
0: Yeah, it's not you can tell by the look on Jem's face it's not going as well as she hopes.
4: Yeah, they're not making anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm, do we rescue her? Or do we just leave her here? No.
1: <laughs> we
4: gotta come to a rescue. Look at that. Even I know that she's crashing and burning.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna pull out a piece of copper wire and I'm gonna cast message at the bartender and then just in his mind just whisper, kiss her! Kiss her! Kiss her! Kiss her, kiss her. <laughs> oh, no.
3: Well, Nico, what does he do? <laughs> so is Kitty going to roll a persuasion check or what?
4: <laughs> like a deception to try and sound like his inner monologue? Or?
0: Kitty, you've already spoken, so um, that's not going to work this time. When you do that, he, and also uh, I'd imagine Kitty's voice and his voice would be quite different.
3: This is your inner child
0: speaking. <laughs> he He swivels around, spots you... <laughs> Spots you on the stairs from wherever wherever y'all are coming down from, and gives you a little wave. Dang it! <laughs> well, he took that rather well.
3: <laughs>
1: hmm, what'd you do? Oh, I tried to make him kiss Jen.
4: <laughs> Can we go one place without you two sexually harassing someone? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not harassment. <laughs> She says unconfidently.
4: <laughs> I mean, no one said anything yet, you know?
1: Is it- Are we harassing you? I'm so sorry if
0: we are. No. It's not a problem.
3: See. Well, um, Kitty, do you have any parchment? Uh, I didn't last time. Let me check <laughs> my bag again. <laughs> As
2: Miki just hands over another piece of parchment-
0: no, you cannot check, uh, yeah. Dang it. You, you're, you, if you've checked for a specific item and you don't have it, you can't magically check for it again, but Miki did have parchment last time, so. <laughs> oh, no. Fair.
3: Do you have a napkin, I ask, uh, Kovar?
0: No, M- Miki gave you some parchment.
3: Oh, thank you, Miki. All right, I'm gonna write a love poem with my number on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Well, don't I have to roll for it?
0: <laughs> yeah, roll roll a uh, persuasion.
3: Is it persuasion? I think it was performance last time.
0: Per- per- persuasion or performance, your choice.
3: Okay. Oh, oh my God.
0: <laughs> Is it something really bad?
3: Well, if we go through persuasion, it's a five. <laughs> oh, if that's the stronger. The two, otherwise it's a three. <laughs>
0: There are words. There are certainly words <laughs> on this piece of parchment.
4: Nice bones, baby cakes.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's your poem.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, fitting of a of a five.
3: <laughs> this is going to be my favorite mini game of the campaign. <laughs>
0: already. so with that, do you guys uh, head off?
3: I guess. Yeah,
2: we're done here.
4: <laughs> for for those who are only audio listeners, um, <laughs> okay. the poem says, "Let's hang, fix, call me XOXO." Oh, oh
1: no! It says, "Let's <laughs> no, bang." <that's laughs> says, Let's yeah. Bang. Oh, it says, "Let's <laughs> bang." Uh-huh. Oh.
2: Yeah. It's not a PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are we going
2: to have to cut it out? No, that also stays in. I'm sorry, John.
0: It says,
4: let's absolutely (laughs) smash in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Call me XOXO.
1: Listen, we can't censor let's bang when we're talking about cannibalism in our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Touche. I can write a new one if you
2: want me to. (laughs) It should be... um. He was a skater boy.
4: (laughs) He was a skater, drow. She said, see you later, drow. They don't go by drow and ever do they?
2: I don't know. You know? Miko, make the decision.
0: I should know this, but I'll I'll say they do. Question mark. They do.
4: It's our world, baby. (laughs) Give you whatever we want.
1: Once we leave and we're out of earshot of other people... Um, Kitty is going to catch Gem up on what we discovered in the conversation and then let the group know what she knows about the Blackened Book.
0: Yeah, they're in a relationship. Y'all want to do this while you're walking and talking back to the Wet Eagle? Uh, I will do it in places where there's
1: not a lot of chance of being overheard. Sure.
2: Yeah, so those two were definitely in a relationship. So whoever had money on that. Did we bet on that? I mean, no, but we should have.
4: Yeah, Jem, you owe me a gold.
3: Oh. I don't remember betting on that with you.
4: I was trying to implant like a retroactive kind of, <laughs> like a character bit that happened <laughs> off. No, it's fine.
3: Sorry. Jem's too much of a cheap <laughs> Even if she had made the bet, she would have said. I don't remember making <laughs> that bet with <laughs> you.
0: Well played, Jim. Jem only makes bets that she wins. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Jim only wins her bets.
0: That's that's exactly what Jem uh <laughs> writes on the napkin with with the scribbles.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's the cross out and all.
2: <laughs> uh for the audio listeners, again, because we don't have a visual aspect except our social media, I guess. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's the same material in both places, so it doesn't matter which one you're on.
4: That's B O F A H podcast on Twitter and at Beholding Out for a Hero on Instagram.
2: Jem's second poem is Roses are Red, Violets Are Blue. You Look Dead, but That's Cool, Too.
0: <laughs> and adjacent to her previous two lines that are now crossed out.
3: That is exactly what the paper looks like.
0: (laughs) And she has a citation to a page from the Karma Sutra? (laughs) Alrighty, so eventually you guys meander back to the Wet Eagle, without issue, crossing the border this time from the Middle District to the Lower District, because nobody cares! Y'all get back, (laughs) probably, it's still probably fairly early, because I can't imagine you were... We'll hanging out for that long. We'll say it's uh evening. You still have uh quite a bit of time in the day if you want to do anything else. Or talk about what to do. As we
3: walk in, Miki is going to call for Adrazen.
0: Uh yeah, he's easy enough to find. He's at the front desk.
3: Oh every time we come back I expect him to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Adrazen,
2: I have one question for you. Yes. That might require follow-up. hmm When you say Izzy is a business partner, is it she bought out part of the hotel from you,
0: or she's your butcher? She's the butcher that I now use.
3: I don't think business partner is the right word to describe that. Yeah, are you business partners with your baker? With your grocer? With your barber? I think she's just your vendor.
0: Oh, I suppose that would be a better word for it, yes.
2: Also, no, everyone is unhappy when she's around, apparently.
0: Oh, really?
3: I'm happy when she's around. I'm happy when she's around. Other
2: than Kitty and Jem, um, all of the guests that you had problems with leaving are unhappy that she um, has no sense of social etiquette. Oh. I feel like that's a fair description.
0: I suppose she is a little unusual. I never thought that she would be...
2: It's not unusual.
0: ...that off-putting.
2: Um. Apparently she would listen to people's private conversations and join them. And then join their meals without invitation. I too would be off-put by this behavior, Drazen.
4: Yeah, I'd suggest you change Butcher's back. For that... Only for that reason.
0: (laughs) Uh, Patches, can you roll a deception (laughs) check? (laughs) Oh, no.
3: Can I assist?
0: Uh, What are you doing to assist?
3: I'm going, "Mm mm-hmm,
0: yeah. (laughs) I don't think Jem can, but... (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's not gonna that's not gonna cut it from Jed.
4: 22 let's go
0: hey nice yeah um of the group patches and miki being the the two most trustworthy members he doesn't question it uh even though though the rest of you guys are like
1: uh (laughs) (laughs) i think it's fine you gotta help support
0: small businesses right Yes, but that's when you can, and I suppose I can't really do that anymore.
2: I think Idrezen also counts as a small business, who probably needs to also support himself.
0: Yes, well put. I guess I'll make arrangements to do that sooner rather than later.
2: Mm, And I think that's all we've done today, so I'm going to go take like a headache nap or something.
0: Uh yes, of course. Uh you know where where the rooms are. And I'll be sure to let you know if anybody new comes in and what rooms to avoid if uh if anybody is staying here.
2: Amazing,
1: thank you. Uh are we doing
0: the sleepover tonight?
3: Didn't we do the sleepover already?
0: Yes, you did do the sleepover already. Man, I forgot. <laughs> Elaine Elaine, you asked for fireworks, which made me choke on my coffee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then we pointed out that Nico, Nico, are you drinking coffee again?
0: No, I'm actually just having tea, you know, just in case um, my heart doesn't like the coffee.
2: Is it caffeinated tea?
0: Yes, but it is green tea. So slightly less caffeinated. Huh, huh. Green tea is also very healthy for you. Tea is for any hour of the day, I strongly believe.
2: Mm. it's 9 59 in the evening just so everyone knows <laughs> it's just tea
4: for me it's midnight
0: let's go <laughs> <laughs> so you all shuffle up to do you all shuffle up to miki's room and follow her for her headache nap
3: yes <laughs> okay are you just gonna
1: stare at miki while she naps
3: oh no i'm gonna snuggle <laughs> <laughs>
0: You uh start headed up to the room and all of your ducklings follow in after you.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna lay next to her and put my head on top of her. Like, if she sleeps on her side, I'm gonna be- put my head on her side like I'm a like I'm, I'm a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you gonna go ask
2: someone out for dinner? To dinner, not for dinner.
3: I guess it might be the same thing. Do you want to get dinner, Miki? <laughs> You can just be honest. <laughs> Dinner sounds fantastic, but I meant Izzy. Oh. You know that's a good point. That could be good for like some interrogation too. So who's um higher on your list? Uh Izzy
2: or Culver? Or the doctor or from yesterday? Linda. <laughs> What's her name again? Leah. You didn't write Belinda a love poem. She doesn't count yet. (laughs) Oh, that's true.
4: Listen, I'm not going to write you a love poem because you need one.
3: Or because you asked for it. I don't know the lyrics to that song. Sorry.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's all I know. I'm not going
3: to write you a love song. Because you asked for it. Because you
2: need
4: one. I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's the whole song. <laughs> entire
3: song. Hmm. <laughs> Should I roll for it?
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, what was the order of hotness, or who appealed to Jem's sense of whatever she looks for in a
3: partner?
0: You think Jem's thinking? No, roll for it. That's fair.
3: <laughs> there is no thought, only t h o t. That was so aggressive. <laughs> Okay. One is Izzy. Two is Leah.
1: Three is Belinda. Four is Koval. Colvo- Colvar. Colbert. Colbert.
4: Colbert. Matthew Koval.
1: Okay. <laughs> Stephen Colbert.
4: <laughs> is Stephen Colbert in the running?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Stephen Colbert is a goth bartender. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote it down. Izzy is one. Colvar is two. Belinda is three, and Leah is four. So who is Jem taking out to dinner? It's going to be Leah. (laughs) Good luck finding Belinda. (laughs) Leah. I believe so. But I also reflipped the dice when I went to go pick it up. (laughs) I think we should have a short discussion
2: about what we're going to do knowing about the blackened book thing.
1: Yeah. We don't have to do anything. Technically we finished. We said we'd try to figure out why they all left and the majority of them left because of Izzy amateurs.
4: I think that it's possible that this uh, Blackened Book member was investigating Izzy.
1: Uh, she said something about summoning, though. Izzy doesn't have
3: to summon to get her food. I mean, that's one way to describe it. Well, which begs the question that why is a member of the Blackened Book investigating cults and summoning and all that stuff?
1: Honestly, I I, I don't want to get into it.
4: I mean, they're like a police force, right?
1: Can
2: you tell us more about what the Blackened Book even is? I don't think I've really come across them while I'm in Charn.
3: Do I know much about it?
0: Yeah, you can go ahead and roll a history. Okay.
3: Um, okay, finally something decent. That's, um, 17.
0: Oh, nice. Um, so you would know that... You gotta pull out the book, cause I don't know <laughs> the Blackened Book. Okay, you would know that the Blackened Book is the Sharnwatch Watch Division, it, devoted to investing, investigating, and containing magical threats.
3: Wait, why does Gem know more? I rolled a twenty-two, man. <laughs> cause Gems probably run from them. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair.
0: It's because Jem is... Because of the places that Jem has been before. Oh, yeah, that's also fair. The jobs that Jem has done versus the jobs that Kitty has done. And the regions that would bring... The respective regions that would bring your characters... That would bring... The the respective regions that would... The jobs that would... Ugh, words. The places your character would go in the past! <laughs>
4: It's because she worked in the Bass Pro Pyramid here around here.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. When you mention magical thread or something, um, Miki does turn to the rest of the group and go, "Were you all questioned about magical abilities by the the hot inspector?" Yeah, I wasn't. Is it possible she was also part of the Blackened
1: Book? Well, she asked me if I sensed any magical things going on. I don't know how she would have expected me to know that if I wasn't casting Detect Magic or something at the same time. But, eh, that's what she asked me. I have
2: no idea. I don't usually pay attention to anything weird going on because, um,
3: ghosts.
4: We usually are the weird thing going on.
3: Yeah, to be fair. I just, I'm non-magical. That's it. Should we go
2: find Marlena Jail, or are we... Are we moving on from Sharn? I had no other business here other than picking up patches.
1: I think if we stick our noses in the black books business, it'll be become messier than we want it to be is is no one
3: a little intrigued by that though well i'm intrigued but i'm more intrigued by the thought of maybe paying off some of my debts with a little bit of work but i don't know i'd have to actually go find them first i'm sure if i just scream in
0: the street (laughs) you know where to find them
3: i know where to find them I mean, it goes to, it goes to reason that I would, but you, I don't know. I feel like I always got the vibe that like, I know, but I don't know, you know.
0: Jem, Jem would know where to find them. Raina has probably forgotten, but.
3: Probably. (laughs) Listen, my work is very taxing.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. It's all good. Uh, Because it was a while ago. Jem knows the contact point that is a physical store. Okay. And inside that physical store, there is a person that you would speak to to get in contact with them. And it's, it's in code. I, I sent you the code. Yeah.
3: Okay. I do remember that. I think I just got confused somewhere along the
0: line. That is that is Jem's contact point. Main contact point. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Otherwise, they, they find you.
3: <clears> hmm. <throat> so screaming in the street would work. It's just not the most efficient way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What would the rest of us be doing while you pay off your debts? Um,
3: helping and getting answers (laughs) about the blackened book. You said it yourself, you're curious. I'm just also saying two birds, one stone. Jem, I don't understand how anything you say ever connects.
0: I think Jem is saying that you do a job for an organization, she is not naming, and then, uh, they pay you an in information. Right? Is that what is saying? What
3: Jem means is that it's like a twofold mission of like two birds, one stone kind of idea, where if we were to investigate the blackened book, if we did it under that more official capacity and didn't just go poking our nose where it doesn't belong then she could pay off her debts at the same time. If that makes sense.
2: How dangerous
3: would it be? I mean, it's the Sharn watch. You go poking your nose into their business, they're not gonna like it.
2: <laughs> oh, I meant, um, your work.
3: Um, mm-hmm. It would depend. It would depend on what they ask. You're not selling it very well. Well, because, listen, I don't know, okay? (laughs) Uh, Because it could be, you know, we just go in and it's like, hey, we're planning on poking our nose into their business anyway. So, like, want me to just, like, it's like asking, you know, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. You need anything? Like, (laughs) so... If they just say, yeah, sure, go investigate, go pick up information, great. And then it would be pretty low stakes. But if they're like, hey, uh, do us a bigger favor, then it could be higher stakes. It just depends on what they want that day. But we don't have to do it that way.
2: And we could just let
3: these mysteries fade into oblivion. You don't need answers.
2: Okay, I'm sold. I can't not know. <laughs>
1: Or we could see if we could walk around and you can find some lizard spirits.
3: Lizard spirits?
4: Alright, I'm very excited to talk with your old employers.
1: Okay.
3: It's only been about, what, three business days? (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
2: if we walk around anyways, I can keep my eye out for lizard spirits regardless.
3: Cool. Can you... Can I ask, why do you think there are lizard spirits here? We're just hoping. Like, if there are some
1: lizard spirits, maybe we can get a lead on the thing I need. Hmm, okay. Got it.
2: Are there any lizard people in Shine?
0: I haven't seen any. Could you roll a roll roll a (laughs) a d20, Ashley? I thought lizard folks were very, very rare. Yeah, but it's Sharn. That's <laughs> true. It's
3: <laughs> a Los Angeles of Eberron. That's an eight. We're real Chinese
2: lucky today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you haven't seen any lizard folks. You haven't um, met any of them personally. Although you wouldn't be surprised if, you wouldn't be particularly surprised if in the lower districts you happened to cross one. What a uh, what's this thing that you need? We're gonna we're gonna end there. We'll get into what kitty needs next session. That's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. If you feel like leaving us a comment or rating our podcast, we'd really appreciate it. You can also reach out to us on Instagram at beholding out for a hero, all one word, or on Twitter at Bofa Podcast. We would like to credit Wizards of the Coast for the framework of Dungeons and Dragons 5e that we use in our gameplay. As a podcast constructed largely of marginalized groups in terms of race, gender, and sexual orientation, we are doing our best not to disrespect the history of anyone who may be playing in or listening to this podcast. The Holding Out for a Hero releases bi-weekly, and you can find us mostly wherever podcasts are found. We can't guarantee that we've released it everywhere, but we did do our best. Join us again in 2 weeks for episode 8 and more Rocco screaming.